Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, folks. NNN Radio, host PLS Zaddy. We're going, going to continue these science episodes. And today's episode is about Aries. But before we kick off with Aries, I got some more footnotes for Aquarius and Pisces, which we already went over in the previous episode. For Aquarius, you know, Aquarius, they could be emotionally detached. And that could frustrate um, Leos. That could frustrate Libras. Because they're, they're looking for an emotional connection. And it's, it's, it's hypocritical for, for Libra to look for that emotional connection. Because they're like the ghost. And they like to put out ideas. And when a Libra attacks, it's all off an idea and their emotions aren't in the right place. And it, it, it's spiteful. They, you know, Libras can also hold grudges. Because a lot of the negative traits that we put on to Scorpio is actually Libra, in my humble opinion. Scorpios, they're, they're based in emotions, and emotions are true. You feel this way for a reason. But Libras, they, they would, like, overanalyze all these ideas and all these signals and all these concepts and then want to attack somebody on based upon that. And ideals aren't as substantial as emotions. So that's... That's like the difference. It's like Aquarius is substantial, actualized air sign. And Gemini is like all this gab talk. And Libra is like, ideally speaking, it's like, forget about your ideas, fool. How do you really feel? And they they, they don't want to like reveal that. They want to they wanna be as thin as possible. You know, they they don't they're they're shy in revealing their their true alternatum, and that's where people be like, "Yo, you Libras are two sided." It's because the reason why, especially Pisces, where where Pisces say that to a Libra, that's what Pisces hate about Libra. They're like, "Yo, you're two sided," and I think what could help out Libra is really show both your sides. Those always be prone to show one side because that's what people that's when people call you two-sided and like the the similarities Pisces and Libra has a common if you see a Pisces and a Libra get along is they're both lazy you know but Libra's laziness is a lack of effort they want to put in and Pisces lazy is the exercising of faith that they're putting in. Because they know that faith without works is dead. You know, that's another spiritual thing. Pisces is, they, they, they don't, you know, Pisces doesn't have to be religious to be spiritual. They're the most spiritual out of all of the, the signs. And that's that's the beauty of, of Pisces. All these other religion I mean all these other signs gotta get into religion and try to make it into a science. 
like how Libra might do it or like how Sagittarius would do it. Or even Capricorn. But they but with Capricorn they there comes a leap of faith when climbing a mountain. And when Capricorn realize that that's when they get into their faith run and and devotion. And and Libra and Sagittarius well Sagittarius could get into a faith mode if they get get out of that s- skeptical mode, because they're they're the skeptical ones out of out of the signs, you know. Like like Scorpio could be skeptical, because Scorpio could be skeptical within its paranoia phase, you know. And those are you know my footnotes. There are comparison, you know, similarities. I should say with with signs. They they do like signs share some similarities and some traits that can make them click, but there's a difference also, and I know that's like an oxymoronic statement. Yeah, you know, I'm playing Fortnite, so you know how that goes. Yep, so today's episode is Aries. Opposites attract. Aries and Libra, they tend to attract each other. Pisces, no, Geminis tend to be attracted to Pisces. And maybe vice versa, you know. And Aquarius could be attracted to Leo. Now let me go on and start start for the back and then we will work to the subject of matter for Aries. Why would Aquarius be attracted to Leo? Is because Aquarius is below the horizon in its sun placement. The darkness that glows, not even hitting the horizon, like I said, not even hitting the tree line. They're below all of that glowing, lighting it up type of vibe. And they may see Leo at the peak of that sun, dignified, on the throne, and will want that naturally. And and also, you know, Aquarius, they could be totalitarians. They could be utilitarian. They could be authoritarian. You know, they could be tyrants. Because, you know, this this thinking of myself, but not for the other type of um, energy. You know, they could be very single-minded because they're the individualized um, zodiac sign out of all of them. When you want to say an example of, you know, who's, who's the most independent and naturally thinking... You might turn and say Aries, but actuality is really Aquarius. That's where Aquarius and I think Aries could see eye to eye because they could see this individualized type energy and be like, you know what? I vibe with that. I can understand that. Scorpio, yes, could be individualized, but that's out of fear. You know, when Capricorn... In parts of their journey, when climbing to the mountaintop, needs to be alone. And it's a lonely path because not everybody's arc 
it needs to be, you know, destined to 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 climb that mountain. Not every sun, you know. Virgo will be individualized by it getting into a mode of analyzing things. Taking a step back, seeing everything as an object, even people, and trying to see how does that function, how does that work. You know, like, Virgo could be experimental. But the ultimate individualizes Aquarius because, in my understanding, is Aquarius is the rogue, not the rebel. Scorpio is the rebel. Scorpio makes it look cool. That's why you see Scorpios and associate them with cool. You could also like very easily associate Libra with cool, but Libra is like in crowd cool. Scorpio's like out, 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 outer crowd, cool, you know. But still within the crowd, you know, a group of rebels, not a group of rogues. When was the last time you heard of a group of rogues? You know, and that's that's not really within its definition. A rogue is singular by itself. Rebels could be within a group. You know, I'm playing with somebody that's level 202 and his season got started like not even a month ago. I don't know, like give it a few more days and maybe a month, but not even. They're already above level 200 and in the previous match they were in. They won, so they got a crown. And the reason why Gemini and Pisces could like loosely attract each other is because Gemini is an air sign spread thin. And they're doing a bunch of things. You know, they're like the ultimate multitasker right here. Got their hand in many pots. And Pisces could see that and see the lack of effort that they're putting into each activity and be like, you know what? They they could misinterpret that as, you know what, this person's not taking things seriously. And I like that because I don't take things too seriously. And people get get upset at Pisces for, for not taking things uh, serious enough. <clears throat> but that's also their blessing because... You know, when, um, when when Scorpio realizes it, it got let go, then, you know, God gets gets into the mix and be able to do something. But you can't do anything if you want to hold on to it like that because, you know, God created us in its image. And I was about to say him, but to be totally, like, respectable about what God truly is is not a man, so you can't call it him. <laughs> you know, like like men aren't God, and God is a man type of vibe. And um, 
in Gemini would see Pisces as this relaxed energy because Gemini would be like anxiety high type vibe. Like, yo, I gotta do this, I gotta do that, this and that. And and, and would be like stressing about all the different things they don't thought themselves up to, to do in, in this world. Be like, 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 holy crap, how can I get all of my tasks done? But, you know, then again, you know, who put you up to these tasks? And it's, you know, that, that Gemini mind, mindset, you know, that, that talked them into all this. Talk to themselves. Talk themselves up. So, so that's why, you know, the, the two would, would attract. Teammates just, you know, we're just meeting up now. They go on and land in their desired spot. I go land in my desired spot. Libra. Well, why? Because why? opposites attract. One would see the other in envy and be like, oh, like, holy crap, look, look at this person. Look at the way they move. Look at the way they act. One is about action. And the other is about relaxation. And they, they would want, or they desire each other in, in some sense. Like, yo, look at this person. 
And after a while, you know, they, they would come together like twin flames where we'll, we'll love each other's energy. And then after a while, they would like get on each other's nerves because one will have to be the boss and one is not really the boss. It could be like bossy. And when the other is not like being a boss and being more bossy, it's it it really frustrates that one. So only 14 people left. Things are going to start getting rough. Uh, they died and ended up leaving. They rage quit. Isn't that a shame? But they entered into a firefight and I guess couldn't back themselves up. How can we ain't stick together? They're running off trying to be a hero. Chose to flee in the fight. Only 11 left.
took them out the game. This is get on down. Top of this cliff, just waiting for me to come on around. Which, no. Oh, no, they're not up here. It was bound to happen. I'm gonna do all TV rage quit after they died. <laughs> I'm a good old fool. Not bad. As a team, we took out six. I took out three. They took out three. Uh, I did a majority of that by myself. Well, they could say the same, right? And then, like, we helped each other out really that much. Um, and, and Aries, they, they need, they need that sense of direction. Of course, they can find that, you know, direction within themselves. And that's what's powerful. You know, they find a calling. They, they head towards it. They do their thing. And um, it, it's it's just really a, a formidable force. Oof. Headshot. Instantly took this person out. <laughs> this person tried to get their teammate, but it was too late. I guess we're looking at the winners right here. Because now it's just two against one. Now they're just going to play mail hunt with this person with the storm right up on them. Easy pickings. He's probably the person that picked up the teammate's crown. Nope. Whoever won a match by running away. Congratulations, you, you ran away. You won the match. <laughs> no. You win the match by fighting, by eliminating your your enemy, your opponent. 
And since you're in a car, you're in a death trap. Just waiting for it to explode. And that's that. <laughs> this is the fire. The sun is exalted. And, um... And Aries. And since I, you know, just mentioned... You know, what was uh, the, the exalted celestial body for that sign? I should tell you, Pisces, it's Venus. And for Aquarius, it's technically Saturn. Technically Saturn, right there. For, for it. And I, I, I explained to y'all why Saturn functions so much better in Aquarius than for Capricorn, its home sign. I didn't explain to you why Venus for Pisces. I believe it's because when Pisces gets into that Venusian mode, not so much of a Taurus mode, Oh, yeah, Taurus and Libra could exercise this, and it could be really, really, really useful. Uh, I, I, let me go on and explain this. Pisces needs to learn that there is a standard. And when it realize it got to meet a certain standard to function at, at a good enough quality for the people around it, then it's in that professional mode and it's reliable and resourceful. For Taurus, Taurus is the fat one. You know, uh, Aries could be known as the baby, but Taurus is the fat one. And the reason why it's fat is because it's just full of of, of all this resource resources and it, it could be in a mode where it's like Saturn, because Venus and Saturn gets along. You know, depending on, I believe it's Eastern astrology, Saturn and Venus don't get along. But in, East, but in Western astrology, Saturn and Venus does get along. Eastern astrology, no. Western astrology, yes, so. It's because... Saturn would teach Venus, you can't accept everything. And Venus begins to mold itself and, and develop into a, a formidable planet that's also akin to Mars of war. Because a, a lot of war motivation comes from Venus station or dominant people, believe it or not. Hitler was a Taurus son. And that's um and that's um you know that sun Venus energy. And in Eastern astrology, the closer Venus is to the sun, the stronger it is. Like powerful Guli, even though it's a Leo rising Venus, it's its dominant planet. 
is because Venus finds its home at the heart of the sun. And also, you know, Mercury naturally so. Okay, this person wants to play Yamoja and gave me Anubis. It's interesting. Serve the king. Anubis. It's interesting. You know, some people that that have Anubis, they love playing as Anubis. They don't give up Anubis. But this person, I guess, they really, really good at playing at Yamoja. That's a good thing. What? No wonder they're level 10 in Yamoja. <laughs> and we got three tanks. Technically two tanks and one warrior, but... You know, I like to clump warriors into that category because they can tank. Okay, and we got Yamoja versus Yamoja, but they're not as experienced as our Yamoja. And that's it. We got three hunters. So that's interesting. <sighs> Playing as Anubis. I played well with swords. I got not played well with others. Hello. Try not to. I got faith in them. I just hope I got faith in myself playing Anubis because I don't I don't really play him that much. I'll leave that up to the professionals. I'm pretty sure I can explain some more about Aries, but seeing that um, I'm about to be mostly
distracted. Let's go on and off the the thing here.